Welcome, everyone, to episode eight of the Moment After podcast. My name is Bryce, and I'm here with Chris and Klein. Say hello, guys. What's up? What's up? Hey, and tonight we're going to be talking about Anish Changani's new movie, Searching. And this is really his first film. He's directed like a handful of short films, but this is his first one. So, Klein, give me the synopsis of this movie, man. Searching. After his 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chris, tell us about the composer. Um, his name is Torin Borrowdale. Okay. Um, such masterpieces as uh, The Midnight Man. All right. The Fair. Okay. All three of us. Dragon's Edge is a movie on Netflix. So. Oh, okay. What did you guys think of the music in this movie? Suspenseful. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. So did I. I really liked the music in this movie. A lot, actually. I was sad that there wasn't more of it. Like, there was a lot of scenes where it was just dead silent. I think that... Well, it wasn't, though, too. I I mean, if you really listen, though, there was music in the background slightly playing. Mm -hmm. But I liked the fact that it was intertwined into the story, though. Yeah, me too. it, It played it into it, and you felt it. I mean, really, my gripe is... I just wanted more of what he did because he did a really, really good job. Like that song right at the beginning where everything is kind of getting laid out for you. It's really happy. It actually kind of reminds me of Up. You know what I'm saying? Where you, you're you just riding this high wave and then all of a sudden you get hit. it drops out. And I really like that. Yeah, it was, it was a good score. I liked it. Yeah. So what did you guys think of the movie? Well, I uh, I personally enjoyed the movie. I mean, it was suspenseful. It was thrilling. It was enjoyable through through and through. Surprisingly, yeah, there wasn't one time where I was like, I'm falling asleep now. Like it was it was a good movie, dude. I looked over at you a few times during the movie, and just the joy on your face. You're like, oh, get out of here! Really, this is happening now. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed all the techniques that they used. I like the the the. I enjoyed the the different ways that they told the story because they had to tell it through media, social media, through skyping, through FaceTime, and, all that. and I enjoyed when I got when I when they did when they did a certain scene on the the news the, the news was showing it. Oh, man. I was all like, dude, that was amazing because it I, was I didn't see it. Ha- I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna happen, but it did happen though, and it was like I should have saw it coming. But it was amazing though that it did happen. Like you were saying, just the way they were shot is kind of incredible. The fact that you can tell a story like that and keep invested in the movie is really 
really telling of very good storytelling. Yeah. But it also pulled you in and made you feel like you were doing it all. Yes. Because we're also used to, we all know what these screens look like. All of us have right. seen these screens repeatedly. I mean, when they showed the hills at the very beginning, I was like, oh, happy memories. But then I was like, <laughs> anger. But, you know, but you watched it, though, and you could feel the emotion and the adrenaline of what it is like to, to go through someone's own. I, I, I Personally, I've done it to my siblings, you know, go through oh, their yeah. stuff and hack into their stuff. And how easy it is if you know stuff. Right. You know, and then they, they walk you through the whole process of how to break into someone's stuff. Like, I was they like, really whoa. Do. I was like, dude, you went a little too far there. But I don't know about that because I got to be honest. I feel like that anybody can do that. Well, yeah, anybody can do it, but not very many people know, though. <laughs> now they do. Yeah. But now then they again, <laughs> then again, our theater was like almost empty. So <laughs> there might but not this be is a like whole the third week it's been out, though. Exactly. It, the okay. movie's been out for a little while and it's not doing great. What was the what was the cost on the movie? What I think it's not doing great, though, because. Well, because I feel like this movie costs probably little to nothing. Well, not even that, though. It probably. But, but, I guarantee you it's probably, what, 10, $10 million? Dollars, but dollars. what I'm thinking, though, is that it probably didn't do good because other movies that have done this failed. They, they didn't feel the same way. Yeah, because, I mean. You have, it, like, the. What's that horror movie with friends? Blair Witch Project. Or the Blair no, Witch Project. It, it this gets, is not like the Blair Witch Project because the Blair Witch no, Project no, 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 no. You had some camera. I'm saying, I'm saying now that. That because you know that was new, it was the hot thing, and then since then, a lot of people have done that. So, anytime you see anything with a camcorder or anything weird and kind of experimental, they're gonna it's usually but a bomb. What I'm talking about though is the one movie I think it's called Friend Zone no. or something to where it's, no, it's I, all I'm sorry, hold on. No, 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 I don't agree with that at all because you have a movie like Chronicle, Chronicle was incredible. Yeah, but I'm I'm not I'm, I'm talking about box office wise. It's not oh. like they make a killing in the box office. I don't mean a good movie. Gotcha. I just meant a killing in the box office. To answer your question, what the production budget on this was, it was thirty two point five million dollars. Thirty two point five million dollars. Yeah. Where the, f where did the money go? It's got to be to the actors. I mean, there was only one actor in this that was like no known. Harold and Kumar. Yeah, you had Harold and Kumar, and then the other chick. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. She's a big actress. Yeah, but not big enough to where it's like, oh, I know her. Mm, I guess. It's I mean, true. I knew the main character, the father. I mean, he was in Star Trek. I mean. <laughs> right. Which could have asked for a large payment from that. It's shown that the movies mm. domestically, it's at $16 million. See, and it's such a. And $18 million foreign. So worldwide, a total of 34. So it's probably close to, it's definitely made its money back. I mean, you got the the commercials and all that stuff that they're going to have to pay for. But I mean, that is a big problem with this movie, though. The trailers for this movie were garbage. They were really very bad. That's part of how I felt coming into the movie. I, I, I told Klein, I felt two different ways about it. It intrigued me because I'm like, okay, this is a movie where it's going to be played all out on a computer. I got that gist, mm -hmm. but I'm like, I don't know. I, it didn't, it didn't sell me right away, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it didn't sell me at all. The only reason I went to go see this movie is because I am a huge fan of true crime. I just, I love that genre. And so to see that play out the way it did on the big screen made me very happy. You know what I'm saying? Because it did feel very realistic. There were times during the movie when it was showing things from like the news perspective that 
it really took everything in my being not just go yes and like jump up in the theater and be like i got it good good yeah i didn't do that they did really creative <laughs> ways to that that was another thing i'm like you know wondering how are they going to make the movie cuz you know you know at one point he's going to get up from the computer so mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like how are they going to do this and just and not make it cheesy yeah. you know and not make it kind of forced or are they going to actually switch to kind of like a movie you know well the one was cool seeing that it wasn't forced like the way they did it it felt natural like oh he left his computer screen open he went and did something but the cameras were still on so you could see what's going on you know like a lot of a lot of the times he was getting up to leave all had to do with moments that you're not thinking about closing your laptop or something like that so you know it kind of gave that excuse to keep the laptop on right and even those scenes that pop up and the screensaver's on, I was like, screensaver, that's awesome. The screensaver was kind of creepy, though, man. In those moments, <laughs> my heart sank. Only because in those moments, big things happened. Yeah, fair. You know, so I was like, oh, man, no. It's just like, <laughs> no, I can't watch this. Now, there was one scene where it kind of looked like it was going to go in that direction of, we're going to have a multi-camera film now. And the way that they did that with that, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like I like the way they play that out. It was interesting, all the different camera techniques that they used. Because they had to think of different ways to record. Right. You know, and that was that was really cool seeing all and, that. And then not just that, but then the excuse for it. Again, it's just it's not to make it feel weird and forced. Why why no one would do that. No one would put that there. Every scenario they put him in, there was a, a reason why there was a camera on him recording, you know, and it felt genuine exactly exactly like me what i do during the day is graphic design so to see the news package come up it looks exactly like it does on tv i love that it blew my mind i was like good on you it made you feel like you were part of the community and you were like you were part of the whole movie that's what really got me was like i felt like when he was discovering things, it was like, oh, snap, oh, snap. Like, it was like, yes, like, it was, it kept you there. So, so then what about the actual movie then? How do you guys feel about the story and the way it played out? Definitely couldn't see it coming. No, not at all. There's and, no way. Yeah, I feel the same way. But here's the thing because here's, I saw this last night. I saw this last night with my wife, and then I went and saw it tonight with you guys. And so I knew what happened. I know how the movie ends and all that going into this the second time. And I still loved it. And it's the perfect, perfect mystery. Because if you watch it a second time, you are supposed to be able to look and see and find clues along with the main character. And you could. And good on you, movie. That was really, really good. I said, so the repeat value is going to be good. You're going to be able to check it out a second, third time. I do. I think the movie's great. But as he was trying to figure out who did it and what happened to her, and you follow along, you're you're, you're right there with him every step of the way. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I really liked about this movie is really, really understands internet culture. And to see somebody going through something online... And the way that people react initially, and then they see an opportunity, so maybe they change. Yeah. 
that part of the movie gave me so much anxiety. Or even mm-hmm. the fact that like people, like, you don't realize like people are people. Mm-hmm. Like like and people like to make fun of you know like uh, Demi Lovato, you know she got they were making fun of her because on her on her Twitter or something on her Instagram or something it said hashtag sober. Right. Well, she just recently got uh, checked into a clinic and a rehab clinic. Right. So right. everyone's like hashtag sober, really not sober though, and they're making fun of her and they're posting all these memes and whatnot, but you don't realize that she is a person and she's just seeing that. Oh yeah. You know, and in this movie. You're the father in a sense. You you see his right. screen, and when people in social media start to start to make fun of him, it's just like one of those things where it's like, oh snap, he's a person. Maybe you should think about before you start making fun of people online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, but the it, thing, but the truth of the matter is, is that that is real life. I it mean, is real life. I, you know, like what you just said. We see it every day. So I like how true to real life it you know it it sticks. Oh yeah, it had very good social commentary. I think, and really. Personally, I don't want to say any more about this movie because you just need to see the movie. You need to experience it. John Cho is phenomenal. He really carries this movie. I mean, he has to. He's in 99.5% of the movie. And Deborah Messing is fantastic in the movie as well. Incredibly believable. I think they both give very convincing performances. This is my third favorite movie of the year. Wow. So if you're asking me, I say run out and see it. I mean, it it was beaten out only by Infinity War and A Quiet Place. Mm. So, Chris, where would you rate this, man? I would say go out and see it. For sure. What about you, Klein? You know, at first I was like, you know, I'll just recommend this to people that I think would like to see it. But, you know, go support the movie. If we can get more movies like that done, it'd be better. So, like, go out and see it. Yeah. I mean, Go out there and see it and enjoy a, it. It's, it's a, a really movie. unique movie. Exactly. It's unique. It's well written. It's well acted. It is a good movie. And you can definitely tell. Absolutely. Mm. And guys, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Bryce. It's been Chris and Klein. And until next time, go watch some movies. Good night. <laughs>